Spelling bee. Jason's been watching the spelling bee live sports. Spell right on my license. Go. Spell right on my license. Go. I've hit record. <laughs> I've hit record. For those of you that listen, you're unaware. For about 15 to 20 minutes before we hit record, we just argue and talk with one another. And Todd just made. I would put up the top 10 dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire it was life. A, that, I won't stand by that comment, so you don't need to say that. All right. I won't stand by that comment. All right, good. We would talk. And it wasn't anything <laughs> offensive. Don't, I don't want people coming at Todd. Dumb. You could be dumb and not offensive at the same time. That's a bold uh, statement coming from you, Jay. So calling, say, saying that somebody else saying top 10 dumbest statements coming from you is... Well, yeah, the other nine, true. the other nine, the king of dumb me. shit. The yeah. other nine are things I've said, but Todd, yeah, okay. That's Todd fair. pushed out one of mine, and he gets <laughs> in the ten spot. That's fair. <laughs> Just to give it, put a dig on you. Standard. <laughs> but well, but anyway, we're gonna talk today. Fern, you have a question from one of our listeners. We always reach out and say, hey, if you have questions, comments, things you want us to chime in on, email us best hour of their day at Gmail or DM us. But let, let's hear it, Fern. What do you got for us? Yeah, so I think this is a good time to just do a little evaluation. I think if you're a gym owner or a coach and you're not getting feedback on how you handled this scenario, I think that's probably a mistake in order to kind of like prep yourself and move forward. I, I know I sent out a survey like, I don't know, 10 days ago to get a lot of feedback on like, what do people like? What do they didn't like? And I talked to the staff, got feedback from every like, just to see like, did we blow it? Like, where do we miss the mark? Did we hit the mark in anywhere? All that stuff. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people who, you know, based on some of the questions that we've gotten who are not doing that. Um, so this, this is from a coach. We're not going to talk about where the box is, what box it is, or, uh, or the coach or anything like that. So we're just going to leave names out of it, but I'll read you guys this scenario. I'll read you all the scenario and then we'll go from there. So it says, um, I live in a small town with only three gyms, uh, the Y and two others. Only one has group fitness. Uh, pretending to be a CrossFit gym. I was going to group fitness gym for two years. Gym closed for six weeks to do, uh, due to the virus. Closed on a Friday. We were given two hours notice on a Sunday to check out equipment, a plate, and a jump rope. I, I guess it sounds like they gave them a plate and a jump rope. Uh, post said workouts and videos to be posted. Only two videos were posted, and I'm assuming that's for the duration of their closure. The workouts were posted. Uh, that were posted looked like they had five minutes of thought put into them. Some members posted questions about workouts and others had, uh, and other members had to answer. The owner basically disappeared except for a post to post a workout. During this time, members have been being charged full membership. I thought that was BS. So I had the auto draft shut off before being charged. I have been, uh, sorry, I lost track of that. Oh, I've made many great friends and love the people. I no longer go to the gym because of how the closure was handled. Handled. Oh, this is a member. Sorry. Uh, am I being a little bitch? <laughs> that's the. <end. laughs> I like that. That's a good way to. That's a good way to end any question. Yeah. Am I, am being, I being a bitch? <laughs> Most of the time, you don't ask that at the end, but we tell you that anyways. Yes. Yeah. It's assumed. It's understood. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to that. I think my first statement to anyone listening when it comes to their gym is often, Hey, if you're not happy, cancel your membership. Like that's the basic answer you can give. So many people want to be heard. And this is prior to, let's call it prior to Corona, right? In general, people complain about their gyms for and Todd, we've, we've discussed it on this show and we've dealt with some emails and it's like, that's the beauty of 
you know, the country, you can, you can have the freedom of choice. You can go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you're, you're spot on there, but I also, it's easy sitting on the other side of the, the, the thing where maybe you still have your job or you're in a position to where this isn't impacting you outside of the fact that your gym just got closed. I think there's, there also needs to be a little bit of grace and leeway with the fact that this gym owner's world possibly just got turned upside down. Who knows how profitable and how well he was doing beforehand. Um, who knows what his bills and what his personal situation looked like or hers. Um, and so to be slapped in the face with the, the fact that your gym's going to close over the course of a, you know, the flip of a switch, essentially, depending on what they're dealing with, um, I, I think you might need to cut them a little bit of slack. I mean, it's, this is a pretty stressful time for any and all of us. And imagine if you didn't know if you were going to be able to pay your rent or your light or put food on your table and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think depending on your scenario, I can see why potentially someone wouldn't have a ton of time to put together workouts or videos or that kind of stuff, depending on whatever other things they're dealing with. So um, obviously you want to handle things as well as you possibly can, and you've got the freedom to stay or go, but um, you never know what somebody else is walking in the room with or what somebody else is dealing with. So at least have some foresight that they're probably carrying a little bit bigger burden than what you see from the outside looking in. I, I mean, fully agree on that. My statement about, Hey, you can cancel is like, that's very simple. If you're unhappy, you know, stop right. complaining, just cancel regardless of what's going on. But yeah, I think members have no idea what box owners are going through right now. And not no idea because maybe they're dealing with things in their life that are overlapping and similar, but I mean, at least from what Fern read, I'm sure that box owner is dealing with this and stressed out. And who knows, like he doesn't have listed in there is a significant other laid off as well. You know, all these other things like you alluded to, you know, more going on in life. But at the same time, you know, there's no rule book. There's no set like, hey, this is what you should have done during this corona epidemic or pandemic. And, and th they're struggling too. But now it does sound like they're not doing anything. Yeah, so that was kind of I, I had uh, I kind of gave him my answer was a little bit from the from the standpoint of the box simply because simply because I I literally don't know who this box is like I didn't ask we didn't dive into it I did not dive into this person's profile to try to figure it out I just don't think that's fair um, but I I basically told him I said hey I said your feelings are valid so if you want to leave I think you should leave however. I do think that you should sit down and have a conversation with the box owner. If you just leave and don't express what your feelings were or why you left, I don't think you necessarily owe the gym owner that because he's talking about it. He said he loves the community. I think you owe the rest of the community that to give the box owner a chance to rectify that moving forward. So I think, you know, I think two things can be true at once. I think you can be justified in your feelings of being angry because that was uh, not maybe the best way to handle it and cancel your membership. And I think the gym owner, let's give them the benefit of the doubt, whoever this person is, could be justified in their handling of it because we don't know what this, what the scenario was there. They could have another job. You know, I, I, I have no idea. 
and also have handled it poorly. You know, so I see, I, I think just a conversation about that. Um, you guys have been doing this long enough to know that somebody was asking about this yesterday, just about like working with coaches, one of my members. And I said, I just never assume anything anymore. I never assume that anybody knows that what they just did was good or bad or poorly done or that they could get fired for that. Like, just don't assume it anymore. Like it just ruins everything. Just have the conversation straight up and just go to the gym owner and be like, I don't know if you know this, but everybody thinks you handled that really poorly. And they might right. think they did a great job, which is ridiculous. We can all agree on that. But again, they don't know what they don't know. Just like when we see coaches who come into the level one or level two who don't know what they don't know. It's not their fault. Right? They didn't do that to us. You know what I mean? They're just ignorant for lack of better terms. Well, I think it's a couple, I think one thing we need to make clear too is if as you, know, you guys can speak on this better than I can right now, but if you're a box owner and you are continuing to charge your members during this time, either with or without asking them, you are, in my opinion, on the hook to be providing value. So, yes. I mean, not, not only, well, I think that's one piece of it. And the other piece of it is trying to be as upfront as possible. Yes. Trying to put it out there and be like, Hey guys, here's where we're at. Our doors are closed. We are planning to continue to charge you or to not charge you or to charge you half price or whatever. So people are aware of what's going on. Offer what you're, what, what value you're adding to them and then open it up to them to like, Hey, we're going to, you know, in order for, for us to maintain this business through this time, we still need to generate a revenue. So at this point, we're going to continue to charge you guys. We're going to offer you at home workouts or rent out equipment or whatever it is that people have been doing. And if that doesn't work for you, let us know and we will, you know, talk to you about it and cancel your membership or do whatever is necessary to make it, make it right by you. So I think it's two pieces. I think you need to add value. Um, but then just as importantly, you need to communicate with them what you're planning on doing just so people aren't left in the dark. I think that's one of the biggest problems is if you're like, someone assumes that because the doors aren't open, you're going to not charge them. And then the first of the month comes around and they get a charge. It's like, what the hell? Whereas if you just said, Hey, our doors are closed, but we are still planning to charge you because, and here's what we're doing with that. I think that lessens the blow and it, and it gives the freedom to the, to the member, the client to determine if they want out and they don't, you know, they're, they're not in a position to support you or whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, and again, you know, every box is handled it differently, right? I'm sure how you handled it, Todd, is slightly different than Fern than, than the rest of our, you know, box owner friends and family. But it seems like for the most part, boxes that expected their members to continue to pay were continuing to do something. And, you know, I want to go back to something Fern said and, and tied into what I said. You have the right to cancel, but I think yeah. it's really important what Fern said. If you're gonna cancel, and I think this goes beyond just CrossFit and beyond just your affiliate, provide constructive criticism, provide good feedback. Don't just be an asshole and be like, I'm quitting because you're not doing anything. That doesn't do any good for anyone. Well, and I think a lot of times people don't wanna give feedback because they think they're protecting somebody or they don't wanna hurt their feelings. Hey, I don't want to go and tell you that you suck, Jay. Um, so I'm just not going to tell you anything. Like that's not doing anybody any favors. And that, that not only doesn't help them moving forward, but that's not the, the kindest way or nicest thing to do. 
like you're not protecting somebody by not being honest with them. Like at least if you give them feedback and you tell them the truth and you do it in a constructive way, um, people can learn from that and take it, you know, then it's off your shoulders. Hey, I've given you the feedback. This is the way that I felt or I interpreted what you did. Now it's up to you to take that and run with it. I always think yeah. about what, yeah. what I was just going to say. I mean, Joe Alexander said that you can say anything to anyone. It just depends on how you say it. Right. So you can give any feedback to any person, but the way that you deliver that to them is what's going to make it, whether it's something that is hurtful and mean or whether it's, you know, something that's actually going to allow them to grow and get better from it. Yeah. I think, I think you're not only not helping somebody by withholding that feedback i think you're hurting i think you're hurting them and potentially other people because we're now just allowing this behavior to perpetuate just forever because this person again could think that what they're doing is okay or it's justified or that nobody has a problem with it just floating around in la la land but once i tell them now they know and if this is kind of always the, my stance with that kind of stuff is once I've told you, at least now we've set the expectation and now it's on you because if you choose not to do anything about it, now there's val now that we verified either give a shit or whatever, but you can't, it's, you can't say you don't know anymore. I told you, you should do anything about it. Okay. So now we're good. Now I have anything because that's a really awful thing to do. And that's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think we're a little bit jaded and biased, A, because we have all been box owners, and you two obviously still are, but because we've talked about this in past episodes, we are so accustomed to getting feedback. It's not a big deal to us, and we know not to take it personally. And I think it's twofold. The person that wants to quit their membership should provide feedback, but we're under the assumption the box owner is going to be receptive to that feedback. Yeah, I, I'm well, not. I'll, I'll, I, I mean, I'll, I mean, like, I, even like, I'll just like Todd. You probably the same way, and you guys tell me how you feel. Yes, I'm open to feedback. I, I'm accustomed to it now, so the sting isn't as bad, but it's still there. Like, if somebody tells me that the bathrooms are disgusting, I take that feedback, and then we go clean the bathrooms. We put procedures in to do that, or that my class is over, or whatever but it still hurts. It's not like it doesn't hurt anymore. I mean, you I think it's I mean? relative to the feedback. I don't think if I came up to you and was like, dude, your bathroom's gross. You're not, you're, all three of us have the ability to step out and be like, oh shit, it is really dirty in there. Versus. It, 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 yeah, it kind of depends on this, the, this. Are you living in reality or are you living in La La Land? you've got a disgusting bathroom and you're offended by somebody telling you that because in your mind, you've told yourself that it's, that it's nice and it's perfectly fine. Then you're, you're delusional. Right. But, but you know, what's funny is it's really simple to, to, to give that example when we're talking about a dirty bathroom because it's either clean or it's dirty. Right. But that same, that same process happens with, with feedback on anything else where it's like, you know, you did a shitty job coaching a class or you didn't see or correct anything, but you can be just as delusional saying, no, no, I, you know, I did a great job with that. It, you, there's a, there's a level of reality that you have to live in. And I think if you live in that place deep down inside, you're like, I know I didn't live up to my expectations or I just didn't have the information or knowledge to know that I was missing something. So there shouldn't be that much of a sting 
to that. You know what I'm well, saying? That, well, no, I agree with you. And that's where I think a little bit of awareness and a little bit, of, I guess, practice involved. And this is something Todd Widman uh, told me at the most recent summit when we were doing the train the trainer and giving feedback to the coaches. And I was, yeah, I was giving feedback to one of the coaches. I don't remember who it was. And he pulled, you know, afterwards he gave the debrief to me and his feedback was, Hey, everything was good. However, leave your, leave how you feel about it out of it. Right. It's got nothing to do with that. Like it needs to be objective because we both need to be on the same page about this is a one or this is a zero, or you started on time or you started late or you missed that hip extension or you didn't, right? Like it needs to be something that's pretty finite. So if we were to use this example, the feedback, if I were to leave my emotions out of it, meaning like I didn't like the way you handled it, well, that's cool. That, that's your opinion. But something a little bit more objective would have been you sent an email that said we were going to get these every day. We got two you didn't follow up with an email that said that you were going to change the plan. So even had they, you know, failed to execute on the front and had they followed up with a communication about why there was a failure and how are they were going to correct it moving forward, that would have been okay. But that's a very objective metric that we're basing it off of because we both agree that, that this was the expectation, right? So I think that's where the feedback can be valuable or, or, invaluable because a lot of people we all know this want to interject their feelings or their emotions into that rather than it was good or it was bad based on these things that we know objectively make a good class or a good gym or good communication stuff like that which is hard it's hard to remove that emotion because i feel slighted in some way you know and i don't think you should i mean personally i don't think you should remove your emotion from everything i think it depends on the scenario you know there's garbage on the ground i don't need to tell you why that makes me upset right your bathroom is but, dirty but 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 i i think there's a, i think there's a place for i think you've made a good point fern and there's a place for saying hey this is objective you said you're gonna you're gonna outline and provide us these videos and these workouts you didn't and then there's a place for you to say how that made you feel or whatever right yeah and as long as you're clear in that so I didn't feel like I had all the information necessary from you to understand what was going on going forward. That's, that's your feeling, right? So you can share it that way. It doesn't always have to be completely objective, but if it's not objective, voice and be clear on, on, on that piece of it. I, mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but I wrote a book like a few months ago. Not a big deal. Not, I don't, don't. Is it I just like agree. a book that you? That I would you agree read? that it is not a big deal. No, I don't that want I you do guys agree to do something that's new, a, a big show about me doing all the things. That Are you? Is that something that you keep at your house? <laughs> what are you talking? I'm not sure what you what you mean or what you're talking about. But anyway, in, in the book, there's a chapter called the whole message model that I got from my mentor Sasha. I think it fits well here because it's basically a good way to provide feedback. And he he, the layout is always I see, I think, I feel, I want. So my opinion, I see, you know, going back to what you said, I see is the black and white, like, and he always made this clear. And you, this is a lot more, I think it can be used in this scenario, but it's really good. Like with your wife, with your girlfriend, with your significant other, I see has to be black and white, you know, and that's what Fern is saying. I think any good feedback has to start off with like, Hey, we're on the same page here. And this is what you said. Like, there's no arguing. Like, look at this post on Instagram. You said right here, we're going to talk monthly, whatever, or daily, I, I think, 
you know, that's where it's kind of just like, hey, I'm sure this pandemic hit you and you didn't know what was going to happen. And then it's okay to interject your feelings. Like, I'm upset because of that. But then you have to have the constructive criticism or feedback at the end of what you want. I want to stay a member here. But in order to do that, I need to see that you're going to put a, you know, what it, and that has to be very specific as well. So I don't think it's bad to put your feelings in. No, I don't either. I just don't know that that creates a, a barrier immediately. What I'm suggesting is I don't think leading with emotions is beneficial. Agreed. It has right? to be I think It has to be objective. I have to lead with the, hey, this is, you know, this is the start line or this is the finish line. And then we can talk about what happens past there. But we, we both have to be on the same page about this is the thing that we're talking about. And then I can talk about how I feel or what I think could have been done better and then give the other person a, an opportunity to justify that. Because again, we don't know that something really could have bad happened with regard to this person in their life. And, and, and we don't know. So again, it's like, we want to give that person the benefit of doubt. And that's what I replied to this person with. I said, nobody, like nobody knows how to do this right? Like nobody knows how to handle this. this is a first time for everybody. Everybody's just kind of stumbling along, trying to figure it out, hoping that what you put together was like a C plus and that's okay. You know, that was basically how I felt, I felt at our gym. And I think what is beneficial, at least what I've, I've gotten good feedback from our members on was as a gym owner, I think it's perfectly acceptable to say that you don't know because you don't know, like pretending you have all the answers, you know, I, I changed th things several times in the course of, of this closure, but I told everybody, I said, hey, we may change this. All of this is, is subject to change as we move forward, but I'm going to continue to communicate you with you either one-on-one -on -one or via email moving forward. And, and our goal was just to communicate a lot. Did you guys, have you guys gotten feedback from your members during this pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, yeah, so, I, I mean, Todd, we've been, we, go ahead. I was going to say, Fern's spoken a lot about his. Let's hear what, what some of yours has been. Well, I mean, we've, you know, along the way, through our closures, through the, uh, the equipment that we've loaned out, and through those different things, we've continued to update people on what's going on, how we plan to approach it, and asking for what feedback they have, or if they've got any issues with us to let us know. Um, we've made direct contact with people to reach out to them individually um, to check in on them, but also to hear what they're thinking and what they're doing. And now that it's getting close, we haven't gotten our green light yet as far as uh, reopening goes. But just actually yesterday, we sent out a survey to get a feel for people um, on, on how they would approach our reopening. So here's what we've got planned. What do you guys think about that? Are you willing to come back? Um, what would make you not willing to come back? What times work for you? All that kind of stuff, just to continue to keep them involved and hear, hear what they want and how we can serve them best. Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of answered the question, right, Fern? Like, hey, A, do what you want, but B, we recommend if you're going to do that, provide some feedback. Let's, let's take a quick tangent. One thing I learned as a box owner is sending out surveys always left me very stressed out and frustrated. What do you guys you think about that? You why? must be very bad at writing surveys. <laughs> well, I mean, part of it is you don't want to write a survey where you know the answers that are going to come in, right? You can easily create questions to suit, suit the 
answers you want, but it would just always be like, you know, there's a hundred different people. So you have a hundred different opinions. You, you want to do what's right, but then you always wind up frustrating a handful of people who want you to do it differently. What's your, you know, as box owners currently, what's the utility of surveys, you know, whether you're using a survey monkey type of platform or just talking well, to people. Well, I, th I think there's some, spe if, you, if you're specific enough and direct enough with your questioning, I think you're fine. So for example, if like you're considering offering a new class time, so this doesn't necessarily correlate with this, this uh, COVID-19 experience, but like if you wrote a question and was like, hey, we want to offer a new class time, what time works for you? You're That's a terrible a question. Yeah. Terrible question. But if you go, hey, we're thinking about offering a new 4 p.m. class time or a new 3 p.m. class time, which one works for you? Then you get the answer from people and you go with the majority of people. It, it all depends. And from our experience, um, it all depends on, on how well you articulate and ask the question and how direct you are with it. And if that's the case, I, I personally love it and enjoy it. Like it's, it's always a fun time of year to send that out and get feedback and hear what we can do to, to improve the experience from people. Well, how often I think are you sending out, sorry, how often are you sending out surveys? Typically it's been once it's been annually for us. Um, and then kind of depends on what's, what's going on. What were you going to say, Fern? I think, I think there's two things. One, if a box owner feels that way, meaning like you, and I, every box owner knows what we're talking about when you say I'm writing this survey and I know what's coming back. Well, here's what I would tell you. That's an action item. You don't need to send that question if you know that feedback is coming back. Just fix it. So this is where you can kind of help yourself out is address that, fix it, or, or whatever fix it means with regard to that question that you're going to ask. And then you can lead your survey with that. Hey, a couple things that we have addressed are A, B, C. Here's what we're going to do. Because that just tells me that you're not, you're just avoiding something because it's painful, right? Like, so just fix it rather than cause more pain by having, getting all these answers of people telling you that you suck, that you already know, right? Like that's, that's kind of pointless, you know? And then kind of what Todd was alluding to is kind of very similar to like in, in the sales process is I don't want to relinquish control of the conversation. Meaning like I have, I know the information that I'm trying to get. So why would I, it's just like, you know, if you're going to book somebody for an intro, right? I wouldn't ask them, Hey, when are you available? I just relinquish control. Like you're just like, ah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Right. I would be like, Jay, I've got a 4 PM and a 5 PM. Which one would you like? And you're like a uh, four. And I'm like, perfect. I'll book you, I'll book you and you're, and you're ready to go. Same thing when I'm sending out a survey, I generally know what the issue is that I'm trying to resolve but I'm not looking for a million answers. I'm looking for the one, I'm looking to see where most people fall within the one to three options are for fixing the problem, just to see where they all sit. But I'm not just gonna open up the floodgates and be like, what do you think? You can do that one off, like do those individually, those have more value than a survey, right? And that's where I think you can open the door up and be like, hey, listen, like come and sit down with me and let's talk about that, that pain point. Because in this scenario, this is one of those scenarios like in the box owner that, that we're talking about or the member there. We, we all know this. We've seen it. When you, you get that, that dreaded statement from a coach or somebody that's just like, everybody's unhappy about X. We all know it's not everybody. 
Yeah, it's like both two of people. you guys laugh when I say that. It's yeah, like it's, 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 it's like two people. It's, one it's always the case, right? So then, and then if once I drill down, once I get past everybody and I find out it's one person, and then I get a hold of this one person, I find out that they're not actually unhappy about X. They're unhappy about A that happened six months ago, and X is what broke the camel's back, right? But I have to pull that out of them now because because I wasn't kind of like paying attention to what's going on. Right. And that's, I mean, for me, that's almost always how it happens. When I bring this person to sit down and find out why they're unhappy, the reason that sparked us sitting down is not truly why they're unhappy. They're unhappy about some other shit that happened that I didn't know about that I could have fixed, you know? Yeah. It's, it's tough as a box owner. I mean, you have a hundred plus members and you have a hundred plus opinions and you're not going to make everybody happy, but it's your job as a, as a member to be constructive like you said it's very simple and easy to be like i don't like this and not provide any additional value to that statement but kind of like we kicked off it's it's important to understand ultimately you the you know you want to impact the box cancel your membership but you want to impact the box productively and positively long term go in and have a sit down and i i mean I don't want to speak for you guys, but if a member came up to me in a positive way and was like, Hey, I'd really like to talk to you. Easy day. I'll, I'm happy to sit down and chat. Oh, absolutely, man. I don't, I yeah. Think people, I, I, I love the ahead. feedback of it. No, I, I think people look at it that as a negative where I think you, people should look at it as a positive, meaning Jay comes to me, he's unhappy about X. And then what do I get to do? I get to be the hero because I get to fix X. Or I'd be like, Hey, I think the bathrooms are shitty. And you're like, cool. And they walked in the next day and they're pristine. And they're like, dude, these look great. Like, cool. Now I, now I look, now I look a open to feedback and they're happy because I addressed their problem. So I think everybody looks at it as a negative because they're worried about being butthurt instead of looking at it as a positive where I get to, I get to fix this thing. You know, that's one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur versus being like in the military where you don't have the power to fix anything ever. Like well, in, that, you, in that bureaucracy, like I don't have that authority. It's just like, everybody's got to deal with it. Sorry, tough shit, you know? Well, and it's, you either get to fix it or you get to, you get to explain why you're not going to change it. Correct. Right? right. Like this is, yeah, I appreciate your feedback. This is my stance and here's why I do it this way. And Which they are not aware of, they just see only through their lens. Right. And if they don't like it, then you can also have that conversation and then you could, that could lead to the fact that maybe it is. The, the appropriate time to part ways and go a different direction. Um, but it, but that's going to lend itself to a, uh, probably a more mutual, you know, breakup or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, or they give you an alternative suggestion. You're like, Hey, yeah. now that you know the information, what, like, what would you do if you were me? And they'll say, Oh, well, I would do this. And I'm like, well, I didn't even think about that. That's great. And as a box owner, you also have to be smart enough to, listen to and understand where it's coming from who it's coming always from, consider right? the source. Consider you know you have source. to yeah you know listen to think and, and try to remove your personal beliefs and your feelings from it about a bathroom if your bathroom is dirty try to look at it objectively but i mean you guys must have people like i did that are like always complaining and maybe not always <laughs> complaining but there you sounds like you ran a shitty box yeah <laughs> Vocal minority is a good way to put it. You know, the people that would always give you feedback, always talk to you, but 
you know, it, and again, it goes back to like, everyone's mad. It's like, no, it's the same three people that are always mad. And at some point it's just like, why do you come here? Why don't you go join yeah. a, diff a different box? I feel like, I feel like you can, you can create an environment where those people find their, their way out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I see no, I so much. I, I see it, so much of it to where it's like, I find that the, the, the leader, the person in charge, whether it's the head coach, if they're the most prominent person there or the owner or whoever else, if there's somebody that complains all the time, it's funny that there's a bunch of people in the gym that complains about a bunch of things. You've got somebody that doesn't complain very much or cause very much drama. None of the members do that either. And the few that end up causing some drama, they realize that they don't really fit the mold and they find their way out. So I, I'm hard pressed to, to, to not see a problem within the community that's directly related to most often or, or quite often somebody that's a leader in that community that has that same trait. No, there, there's I, an alternate totally scenario there too. What's there's that? an alternate scenario where, I mean, I'll speak for me personally, like I'm pretty headstrong. And so there's people that, so think about it. everybody's got a member who's been around for a while. That's a little, that can be the squeaky wheel. Where you're like, God, you know, like Martha or Bob is just always bitching about something. And it's never anything super big, right? It's always just like, it's something so small that it aggravates you because it's so small that this person brought it up. It's all, that's the, that's the scenario. And what we end up doing is we end up not giving in or fixing that as basically because we just don't want to give in, right? Perpetuating this process of them instead of just saying, why don't I just forfeit that this one and give you what you're bitching about and then you'll be happy and then you won't do it anymore. But doesn't that relate back to the owner? You as the owner as, as being stubborn and hard headed and not being willing to take that feedback or to make the concession? Well, I think it just depends on like, to some degree, yeah, you're probably right. But what I'm saying is like, we all know what I'm talking about. We're like, hey, let's just say you are trying to do a bunch of stuff. And then there's like this one thing. And it's like, oh, like, it's just, it's just like, they've just, this person like knows how to poke you in the ribs. And you're just like, I'm trying to do everything here. And then you just like, you know, I just bought 85 barbells and you're just like, well, that bathroom, that trash can in the bathroom has been broken for six months. And you're like, fuck you, Linda. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, I agree with Todd and like, you know, in trying to look back on my tenure as a box owner, I agree. Like I wanted this transparency probably to a fault, but then I also wanted feedback, but I know now as I think about it, what I wanted in feedback was reassurance that what I was doing was right. So when you would give me feedback, that's like, tell me I'm good. Yeah. I would be so mad, even though I asked for this feedback, but it's cause I'm, you know, we do it with our significant others and we do it with our friends and family as well. Like that's, that's the beauty of this world is that everyone does have their own opinion, but ultimately you have to be headstrong enough to realize, Hey, this is something that's worth my time and effort and fixing. And this is just Linda who complains about everything. We'll and call her Karen. Well, she can be Karen. Okay, because Linda's real. <laughs> and, um, you know, but Karen. I think that that's a life lesson right there that I just threw out. That's going to go in the second book. 
The second book. Man, book's your, co- be... your coffee table is going to have some really cool notebooks written in on it. <laughs> the, the second book is going to be all the things I don't like about Todd. And how, sure. and how Fern made me a better person. <laughs> but Todd, it, I was looking for reassurance from Todd, but he kept giving me feedback, trying yeah. to make me better, and I just didn't like that. But anyway, I think what we've done is really set people up for success and teaching them, a, a box owners, here's how you should accept feedback, be open to it, be receptive to it, but have a filtration system, if you will. But then what we've really laid out, too, is for athletes, for members, hey, it's okay to cancel your membership, but be a good person about it. And that means maybe, you know, it goes back to like, hey, leave this place better than when you, when you walked in. And maybe you won't have to leave this place if you do that well. Yeah. Cool. We'll call, we'll call this angry and Arvada. <laughs> I like it. That's what we need to do going forward. Whenever we read these, we need to come up with a great little, you know, it's like the... Um, Sleepless dear, in Seattle. Yeah, the sleepless in Seattle. Dear Abby, dear Fern. Angry and Arvada. Sincerely uh, picked on by Todd. Yeah, sincerely. <laughs> sincerely That's the Karen. one that you're going to be, it's always comments coming from Jason's personal account. Oh, no, 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 it's a different, that must be a different <laughs> Todd that he's talking about. Definitely not. Definitely uh, not. Picked on by Todd O. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that's good. And I know for me, as a box owner, if, if every time someone left, they left me with some feedback, we probably could have worked it out. It probably would have stopped them from leaving. And it probably would have at least kept our relationship strong had they left. Because, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with someone just quitting and not telling. It's like, it's like ending a relationship and being like, I'm out. Which we've all done. Have we, Jay? I know. How's that? How's that? Was that a confession? How's that? Know, what was that? Like, uh, like reminisce of all your exes. Yeah, did you call you your exes out? yet? Have you oh, been? Man. Is that why we're getting bad feedback you've from been, them? Because you've, you've been sliding. Them, into, <laughs> you've been sending them text messages. You've been sliding the DMs, dude. <laughs> and, and they're pissed about it. You've been no, but I will, salt I'll, and old wounds. I'll, I'll, we can wrap up the show with that. We put up the we put up the feedback we got. That was two stars about the show, which was probably more so due to. Fern's opinion on Corona than the content we put on the show, but it was, but it was written by somebody that had a Yogi name in there. And there's a handful of girls I've dated in the past that also have a Yogi in their name. And I knew as soon as I posted that Todd was going to write to me and be like, that's definitely one of your girlfriends. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm also, I also, you just made the assumption that they're talking about me. How, how, why are they, how were they not talking about you? That's a very good point, Fern. A very good point. I need to, I'll go back and listen to all my old, the old episodes and see what I said. But conspiracy, conspiracy theories. I have to go record another episode for this wonderful podcast. So it's been great talking about canceling memberships. And uh, we look forward to uh, coming back. If you have questions, comments, concerns, as always, hit us up. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. And thanks again to our special guest. We appreciate all you guys do for us with Best Hour of Their Day when it comes to sharing our posts on Instagram, when it comes to subscribing to us on YouTube, when it comes to the constant feedback. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are trying to build a community based on coaching development and becoming the best version of yourself and it goes without saying that we couldn't do without all of you so if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel 
season one of Dropping In is out. We are getting tremendous feedback and we'd love for you to check it out. Leave us a comment on there. Head over to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Like our pictures. Feel free to share anything that resonates with you. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback for us, please don't hesitate. Email us, day at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until the next episode, we hope you've had the best hour of your day.